0: Hello. Welcome back to the Barefoot Books podcast. This week, we'll hear the much-loved German tale of the sleeping beauty. When Briar Rose pricks her finger on a spindle, she and her castle fall into enchanted sleep. Will she ever be rescued? After the story, go to barefootbooks.com to find the complete Barefoot Princesses collection. This is the story of the sleeping beauty. A story that comes from Germany. Long ago, there lived a king and queen who were sad because they had no children. One day, the queen was sitting and weeping in her bath when a frog hopped out of the water and said, Dear queen, don't cry so. Before a year is over, a daughter will be born to you. The frog's words came true. The queen gave birth to a beautiful baby girl. The king was so happy that he gave a grand party. He invited his family and friends and the most important people in the kingdom, the fairies who had the power to grant wishes. He wanted his baby daughter to receive their special blessing. Now, there were 13 fairies in that country, but because the king had only 12 golden plates for his very important guests, he sent out only 12 invitations. When the party was at its most merry, the herald blew his trumpet and called out, Silence for the most excellent fairies! One by one, the fairies came forward to lean over the princess's magnificent cradle and breathe their blessings upon the baby. The first fairy said, Beauty. The second said, Riches. The third said, Joy. The fourth said, Wisdom. The fifth said, love the sixth said pleasure the seventh said innocence the eighth said truth the ninth said delight the tenth said trust the eleventh fairy said gentleness the twelfth fairy was about to speak when suddenly the doors of the palace flew open A great wind filled the hall and blew out the candles, so that the only light came from the twelve tips of the fairy's wands. In through the doors strode the thirteenth fairy, who had not been invited. She was purple with rage at having been forgotten. Without greeting a soul, she leaned over the baby's cradle, and in a ghastly voice said, When she is fifteen years old, the princess will prick her fingers on a spindle and fall down dead. Then she swept out of the hall again. The king and queen wrung their hands in anguish, but the twelfth fairy came forward and said, Fear not, I have still to grant my blessing. The princess will not die. Instead, she will fall into a deep sleep that will last for a hundred years. The last blessing cheered the royal couple and gave them hope. But just to make sure no harm could come to the princess, the king ordered that all the spindles in the land should be destroyed. The princess grew up to be all the things that the fairies had wished upon her. She was fortunate, lovely, sweet-natured, and kind, and everyone loved her. Her parents gave her everything that a girl could desire— But whenever she left the castle, many servants accompanied her to make sure that she never found a spindle. The princess grew tired of always being with her servants. She longed to be alone and to have an adventure. So after promising on no account to leave the castle, she dismissed her servants and went exploring. She explored the castle dungeons, which were dark and empty, except for a mouse. She peered down the well in the kitchen courtyard and saw her own reflection. She went and sat on her father's throne in the throne room and tried on her mother's crown. She discovered a funny map in the library. She tried on some old-fashioned clothes that she found in a cupboard. She threw cherry stones down from the balcony onto the soldiers' helmets, and when they shouted at her, she ran laughing up a long, narrow staircase in a lonely tower. In the door at the top of the winding stair was a rusty key. She turned the key with both hands, and the door fell open with a creak. Inside sat an old woman spinning flax into thread. "'Good day to you, old woman,' said the princess. "'What is that you are doing?' "'I'm spinning,' she replied. The princess stared at the spindle in the old woman's hands that danced and spun so merrily. She had never seen anything like it. What is that thing in your hands that hums and spins? She asked. This is my merry dancer who makes flax into thread, said the old woman gravely. Oh, do let me try, begged the princess, her fingers itching. And before you could say four-and-twenty blackbirds, the princess had pricked her finger on the spindle and instantly fell upon the floor in a deep sleep. And as the magic worked... "'So the spindle flew out of the princess's hand "'and danced all over the castle. "'Wherever it spun, everything stopped, "'and everyone fell asleep. "'The king and queen slept in their council chamber. "'The soldiers slept on the battlements, "'and the servants slept in the kitchen. "'Everyone in the castle fell into a deep sleep. "'The flies slept on the walls, "'the horses in the stables,' The pigeons on the roofs, the dogs under the tables, the mouse in the dungeons, every creature within the gates fell asleep. The fire in the hearth stopped in mid-flame. The clocks in the halls, the leaves on the trees, even the flag on the topmost tower was still. Everything fell into a deep slumber. And all around the castle, there grew up a great spiky hedge of briars. It grew and grew until the battlements were hidden from sight. The years passed, and the people from the country round about often spoke of the beautiful sleeping princess in her castle of thorns. The story of Briar Rose spread to every land, and many people tried to find the way through the spiky hedge, to see if the story was true. Many brave adventurers tore their hands apart on the thorns, and some even died. Then one day, a hundred years later, a prince heard the story of Briar Rose. His heart burned inside him when he thought of the beautiful princess and all her family and servants asleep within the enchanted hedge. He made up his mind to rescue her. When the prince saw what a dark thicket of briars surrounded the castle, his courage nearly failed him. But as he drew closer, the hedge began to burst into flower. Great pink, gold, and white roses opened, and the spiny thorns withdrew as he approached. He was able to walk through the hedge without harm, but it closed up behind him as he went into the castle gates. Then he made his way through the castle, He saw with wonder that although a hundred years had passed, there was no dust anywhere. There was no sign of age upon the sleeping forms who stood or lay where they had fallen so long ago. The prince saw the fire that still flamed but did not give heat, the cook still stirring the pot, the soldiers slumped at their posts, and the mouse just about to eat the cheese. Nothing breathed or moved, not even the clock. The only thing that hung in the air was the scent of roses. He found the narrow, winding staircase. The scent of roses was even stronger here. He entered the little tower room where the princess lay, lovely and still as one who is dead. Her skin, lips, and hair were the color of rose petals white and pink and golden. He touched his lips very gently to hers. Very slowly, her breathing rose and fell like one who was asleep. And very, very slowly, she opened her eyes and looked with delight upon the prince. And as the princess woke up, so all the castle awoke. Pigeons took flight from the battlements The leaves began to dance and quiver The horses whinnied and kicked in their stables The fire flickered into life The servants began to bustle about their work The king and queen raised their heads from the table in the council chamber and the flag on the tower fluttered once more in the wind The hedge of briars shrank magically back into the earth and everything was as it had been before The prince and Briar Rose were married and lived very happily. And the king gave them a set of 13 golden dishes for a wedding present. That's all for today's episode. Thanks for listening. Now you can visit barefootbooks.com podcast to find special offers, join our email list, and listen to past episodes of the Barefoot Books podcast. See you next week. Bye.